Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Everyday Colloquies. I am your conversationalist, Chantel. At what age did you get your life together? At what age does one get their life together? I recently had a conversation with a friend as we shared our hopes and dreams and future plans, and she said to me, It must be nice. You always seem to have it together. You know what you want, you set your mind to it, and go after it. This isn't the first time I've had someone tell me that I always appear to have it together. So let me be very clear. I don't. I think it's incredibly effortless to view each other externally and think this person really has their life together and figured out. Yet, if we took the time to sit down with those same people, we'd realize that we have a lot in common with them in terms of future fears and anxieties, past losses and failures, and in terms of present disorientation. Growing up, I always wanted to be 30 years old. Now, I'll do a separate episode later this year on turning 30, but I seriously thought 30 was this magical age where somehow everything fell into place and your life became everything you ever wanted it to be. Every 30-year-old I knew, in my mind, had it together. They had a job, they had their own place, some in committed relationships, a car, and so in my mind, they had it all. Isn't it funny as you look back and travel the course of your younger thinking and understanding of things, how naive and wrong you were about specific things? In my younger mind, those were all of the requirements to finally have made it in life. How do you measure having made it or having it together? Do you measure it by having someone? Do you measure it by the clothes you wear or the car you drive, the neighborhood you can afford to live in, or maybe the people in your circle? Is it measured by the number of likes you receive after a new post? Let me pose another question. Do you ever really get it together in life? When do we get to the point where we can legitimately say, I'm happy and content. I've accomplished all that I ever wanted to. I finally made it. Because I will be turning the big 3-0 this year, I was forced to look back on my younger thoughts about 30 and ask myself, have I made it yet? Do I finally have it all together? Hell no. I don't, but that's okay. Something about the number 30 that can seem a little daunting. Now, for those of you tuning in past this age, maybe you can think back to this, or perhaps there's a different age tagged with these feelings. But for me, this is the first number that has indeed caused me to pause and look back. I'd be lying if I didn't say that it's caused a little bit of anxiety Maybe it's the fact that I feel like I'm on the prices right, turning the wheel to put in my birth year when it used to be right there. Or maybe it's speaking with younger kids and they use their new slang and I realize I can't keep up. Social media definitely has its pros. But one of the ugly and dangerous sides that I'm sure we're all prone to is comparison. It's so easy to look at someone's photo all bright and happy with a caption titled, Spending Forever with This Guy. 
or hard work pays off while holding the keys to their new car. The problem with this is that we only get to see half of the picture, and we don't always hear the backstory behind the happy photo. Maybe it took the loss of many jobs and grueling hours for that person to finally get that new car. We aren't privy to the heartache and the pain, the failed relationships, the nights spent crying, when all you see is a picture of a happy couple. Don't use anyone else's happy photo to establish standards for your own life. You can't pick out the glamorous parts of everyone's story and try to own it. It said comparison is the thief of joy. When you put your happiness into these tangible things, you are doomed to always fall short of pure joy. You will never be happy. I hate to break it to you, but there will always be someone who drives a nicer car than you, someone who has better Photoshop skills than you, someone who lives in a more beautiful neighborhood than you do, and on and on and on. Learn to appreciate those experiences for what they are without projecting them onto yourself. Stop trying to internalize the memories and emotions and livelihood of someone else. I think we've all gotten to that point in our lives where we feel we may have an impending existential crisis when we realize maybe some of our hopes and dreams still feel so far out of reach and we aren't exactly where we thought we would be at this age and point in our lives, especially when we're using the measuring stick of someone else's life. So back to the original question, when does one get to the point where they've made it in life? When do we get to that point where we are satisfied and happy with our accomplishments and we can say, we've made it? Do you want the truth? The truth is there is no magical number where your life finally transforms into this fairy tale. But I'll tell you what I do know. We must practice mindfulness each and every day. It's okay to set goals to work toward, but you cannot base the totality of your happiness within those things. If you aren't happy now, that new car won't make you happy or finding a partner or whatever tangible something you've associated with being happy and haven't made it won't do the trick. Mindfulness is being fully present at that moment unfolding before your eyes. It does not give way to distracting or judgmental thoughts that surface, but fully immersing yourself in that experience, feeling, being, listening, and engaging. That experience, that journey is called life. Mindfulness is the ability to view a happy photo of a couple and be genuinely happy without using this photo to instigate self-pity. Mindfulness is listening to a friend share exciting news and joining them in this excitement without thinking when my turn will come. It is the ability to fully exist in the current moment. Get it together. You've already made it. You've made it this far. Through bad breakups, through hard goodbyes, through unhealthy emotional and mental periods in your life, and you're still here. 
You woke up this morning, although you probably wanted to stay in the bed a little longer. So I firmly believe that that day is today and that time is right now. Look around you and realize how fortunate and blessed you already are. Take the time to express your gratitude. Here are a few ways to practice mindfulness concerning our senses. Vision. Look yourself in the mirror and see how beautiful you are. Smile and be radiant. Hearing. You're doing it. You are listening to Everyday Colloquies on mindfulness. Smell. Grab your favorite perfume or cologne or grab a sweater fresh out the dryer close your eyes and inhale. Invite those feelings of joy and happiness that you connect with the scent. Taste. Try a new dish or incorporate a new spice while cooking. Relish in this unique taste. Touch. Practice mindfulness by giving a warm embrace to a loved one. Notice the feel of their arms around you and the warmth of their touch. Balance. Close your eyes and stand in place as you feel the gravity of your feet planted on the ground. Bring an awareness to your balance. Proprioception, body awareness. Take your arms and reach as high as you can. Notice the perfectly executed movement and control. Temperature. Take a mindful bath. Immerse yourself in the water as you feel the warmth surround your entire body. It's okay and completely normal to feel like you don't have it all together in life. It's not okay to dwell on those feelings and internalize them to the point where you're unable to enjoy life. Let it go. Be mindful of all the things you've already accomplished. Show up and pay attention to this current life you've been given where you'll miss out on so many experiences. There are no repeats. We are all traveling through life together. So be kind to one another. Most importantly, be kind to yourself and take the time to be mindful of all the fantastic encounters unfolding right now. You've been listening to Everyday Colloquies with Chantel. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you next week.